Hi there, my fellow game devs, and welcome to the All Things Unity podcast. My name is Ruben, and I'll be your host. This zeroed episode is dedicated to spending some time talking about what this podcast is about, why the podcast exists, some background information about myself, the format, and what the future holds, and much more. So first things first, this is a podcast about Unity 3D development. Not just developing games, but also business apps or simulations or other kinds of applications you might build with Unity. Heck, we might even lose ourselves in the metaverse. We are going to dive into best practices, popular design patterns and game architectures, software development methodologies and processes, and of course, game design and everything that revolves around it. The aim is to be an entry-level platform while still diving deep into the trenches of game development every now and then, and of course, in the end, having fun. So here we go, the zeroed episode of the All Things Unity podcast. Yeah, we're off by one. This has been on my mind for a long while now, and I've been really excited to start this thing. And today's episode, I would like to dedicate to introductions, some background information, why I started this thing, and more. I've made myself a little agenda, so let me quickly summarize it before we lift off. First, we will talk about some introduction. Then it's about me, like why you should you trust anything I have to say, um, why I started this podcast and the value it might bring to you, uh, the format, future topics, and the dreaded topic of monetization, contact information, and that's about it. So yeah, let me first introduce myself. Since you probably want to know who I am and why you can or should trust anything I have to say. Well, my name is Ruben and I'm a software developer from the Netherlands. My background is in computer science and I have a degree in game development and a bachelor plus a master's degree in software development. I'm really into uh, software best practices like design and architecture patterns, solid, test-driven development and domain-driven design, for example. I have been working with Unity ever since version 2.5, which was released on March 18th in 2009. Trust me, I checked. And I have been using it professionally since mid-2012 or so, and I still do to this day. Now, does this make me Unity God or the end-all, be-all of Unity 3 development? Well, hell no. Yet, I do consider myself an expert in Unity 3D. The interesting thing here is that I have always used Unity 3D for developing business applications like virtual simulations, virtual training software or serious games, mostly in areas where virtual training greatly reduces the cost of in-person training like in healthcare or military, aerospace or automotive. Um, Some quick examples that come to mind are teaching a student how to operate certain medical equipment, which if it goes wrong, would have major consequences for the patient in real life. Or doing some maintenance training on a fighter jet, where each individual student can then do his training without risking damaging the equipment. Or yet another example, how to do maintenance and repair in a chemical plant. And again, if anything would go wrong, in IRL would have dire consequences for all people involved, including the environment. So... Because of this, I've always used Unity 3D in a particular way. I mean, since we were simulating a lot of behavior, we needed the code to be correct and be easily reviewed. And I've always taken a code-first approach and treated Unity mostly as a delivery mechanism or UI, so to say. 
This led to me having a particular set of skills, and if I find commented out code, I will find you. Well, joking aside, um, what this essentially means is that I do as much as I can in code and do not use the inspector very much. I think some bad experience with the way Unity treats serialization in scene files or prefabs also led to this code-first approach, although this was more prevalent in the early days than it is now. Currently, I do not experience as much problems with messed up prefabs, scriptable objects or scene files anymore, apart from the incidental re-import you have to do to, to fix things uh, every now and then, like when you upgrade to a new Unity version or something. Yeah. Then it still happens sometimes, but things have improved greatly over the past years. This also leads to source code being easily reviewed and tested, since you don't actually need to run Unity. Although in many cases, you'll still do and run Unity during testing, may it be automated or manual testing. And I know this approach goes against um, Unity's component-based design, but for applications like simulations or business apps, it is very useful to take a more traditional approach when it comes to things like design patterns or architecture, since it is easy to communicate with other developers this way, instead of having lots of dependency injection magic in inspectors. Or maybe another aspect is because for a long time I've worked in a small team of like five programmers and only one artist who did modeling and UI work. And thus we needed to solve things in code instead of Unity, like just building tools for designers to use. I don't know exactly, but I still really like this code first approach when it comes to Unity. But I understand it completely if you say that this is the wrong approach, because it does not build upon Unity's strong point, which is component-based design. And also, switching to something like an entity component system is more problematic in our approach. You have to do some major refactorings to get things going again. You know, if you are used to a component-based architecture, transitioning to the entity component system, for example, is probably less of a hurdle because you already have a component-based design and thus the transition might be quicker. Um, but we have not used the entity component system in production yet and probably don't need to anytime soon, I guess. And, and funny enough, well, the ECS is not supported anymore in the latest version of Unity. But enough about this. Let's talk a bit about my current dealings with Unity. Um, I still use it as my daily driver professionally at my current job, who shall not be named, but with a bit of digging you can probably find out. Um, we use Unity to provide a high-quality 3D experience to our users, and I will not go too much into details. And I also want to point out a little disclaimer here, is that the content and opinions you hear in this podcast are my own and are not linked to or supported by my employer in any shape or form. And in my free time, I like to write some small libraries of frameworks to use with Unity 3D. I've written a couple of fun things last year, like a LastPass plugin for Unity 3D, so you can have access to your password vault on cross-platform and even in the editor. And I wrote a very simple integration for InnoSetup, which is software to compile setup wizards for Windows applications. You know these simple wizards to um, install software on your PC. And with this plugin, you can configure and compile Windows setup wizards straight from your editor and maybe hook them up to, uh, to your continuous integration pipeline. 
And another fun project I wrote last year is called uh, Pointless Man, <laughs> which is a simplistic Pac-Man clone that runs in a, a Unity editor window, which was pointless to write, but yeah, it was fun. Um, but enough about me, let's discuss why I started this podcast in the first place. So there's several reasons why I started this podcast. Um, first and foremost, I think our community needs one. I've looked around on many podcast platforms for Unity 3D podcasts since I'm a rootless consumer of podcasts during workouts or walking the dog, commute to work, if I have to be at the office of course nowadays, or doing like the daily chores around the house and stuff. Uh, I'm currently subscribed to over 30 podcasts and yeah, I counted them and I'm a bit amazed myself. And they're ranged across many topics like software development and technology, food, nutrition, sports, and even psychology. And more, I guess. Um, I'm not quite sure. There's too many. And yeah, I, I know there's a podcast called The Debug Log, which is a very, very good podcast about game development in Unity and a bit in Unreal. And I strongly encourage you to listen to it. So kudos to the guys producing that. And even so, if you have not listened to The Debug Log, pause this podcast right now and go listen to all of their content. And by the time you come back, there will probably be more episodes released of this podcast. So it's a win-win, I guess. Um, but the schedule by which the debug log releases new content is a bit too infrequent for my taste. And sometimes there's like months of silence, which is okay because it's their time and effort. But I would like to have some more consistent podcast about Unity 3D. But I couldn't find one and thus started my own. And yeah, I'm a total podcasting noob, as you have noticed by now, I guess, but I'll try my best to make this bearable. Um, so excuse me for my horrible editing, but yeah, it will probably uh, improve over time. A second reason to start this podcast is that I've been part of the Unity 3D community for almost over 12 years now, and I've gotten much information from the forums or Reddit or YouTube and other sources, and I feel like this podcast is my way of giving back to the community. And also, if you believe Uncle Bob Martin's hypothesis that the number of programmers doubles every five years, then always half of the programmers in the world have less than five years experience, and thus we are doomed to repeat the mistakes of the developers that have gone before us. And I'm not sure if we double every five years, but there's certainly always a shortage of developers, right? And more is always needed. So the offering cannot keep up with the demand. And it has been this way for a very long time, at least as long as I can remember. Um, Uncle Bob did some research about this and came to this conclusion that the number of programmers doubles every five years. Um, he talks about this in one of his keynotes, uh, describes Oath uh, at the GoTo conference, if I'm not mistaken. I'll make sure to put it into the show notes for you so, so you can check it out later. It's an interesting talk. So this is my way of helping the community and spread knowledge about Unity 3D development. So you don't have to make the same mistakes that I have made. And trust me, I've made many mistakes. Oh boy. And the third reason is that I firmly believe that podcasting as a platform is still on a steep growth curve. I mean, there's a shit ton of YouTube videos and blogs around about Unity, but podcasts are apparently very limited. So I think podcasts will continue to grow. Um, they're a great source of imp information you can access uh, while you're doing something else, like working out, community work, 
or something else, uh, walking your dog, doing the chores around the house. You just hit play and absorb the information that is interesting to you. This has always worked out great for me. Fourth, which I think is very important as well, is that since this thing called COVID bitch slapped the world, I think many people are looking for a job that is more fulfilling or maybe just safer overall. Um, something they can do remotely from the comfort of their home, right? Um, so I also want to target people who are like switching careers or generally uh, junior devs and helping them out by guiding them through this transition. My aim is to get information out there so we can grow our community. And I also think that, for example, the announcement of Facebook's rebranding to Meta will most certainly create an influx of new developers and interest in Unity 3D or other game engines for that matter. So if you would like to hear a podcast about Meta or the Metaverse specifically, please leave a comment. So overall, I want to help the community out by presenting content in this audio format. So I'll probably talk more about theory and best practices uh, than implementation details, right? Because source code is very difficult to just explain by words. You need to see it and read it, right? Um, and I think for implementation details, there are also many great YouTube channels or blogs available. So you can check, uh, check them out there. So next, let's talk about what value this podcast will bring to you. Well, as I said, if you're a junior dev or switching careers, then this podcast will help you guide through the process of becoming a seasoned Unity 3D developer. I already have a number of topics on my mind that play perfectly into this, and I'll describe them a bit later in this episode. On the other hand, if you're like a meteor or senior Unity programmer, then this podcast will probably bring value by refreshing some of your existing knowledge or broaden your perspective on the topics discussed. Remember, you don't have to agree with me on anything. Uh, like, just leave a comment and we can interact so we can contribute to a meaningful discussion, right? Um, maybe you would even like to be a guest on this podcast. Who knows? I'm just really looking forward to it. Because of this code-first approach I have to Unity development, uh, I know there's probably going to be a lot of discussions uh, about how to properly design, uh, technically, uh, and develop a Unity app. Although I'm not alone, and I know I'm not the only one who takes this approach. I remember watching numerous interesting talks uh, at Unity's uh, Unite conference, or GDC, uh, of people who build very nice uh, like model view controller architectures with dependency, injection frameworks, and everything. And one thing I would like to point out is that me being a software developer at heart, um, this podcast will probably target programming mostly. So I'm, I'm sorry if you're looking for an in-depth information about 3D modeling or animation or maybe even like things like level design. I will probably dedicate multiple podcasts to these topics, but it's not where the focus lies. I guess there are podcasts about these topics out there. Um, maybe. I'm not sure though. Um, so yeah, uh, there's probably many other topics that are impacted by this podcast, but I, yeah, this is what came to mind now. So next, let's talk a bit about the format of this podcast. Um, so first of all, I would like to start off by saying that I like podcasts, but because they are often very organic and because they're not scripted and thus genuine and authentic. 
is just a recorded discussion among two participants. Um, so by saying this, I'm very excited to get guests on this podcast and discuss topics of interest with them. Um, so I'd like to yeah, use an, an interview format for this podcast very much. And on the other hand, sometimes I'll have to do like a so-called solo cast, like I'm doing right now. Um, these will probably be a bit scripted in the beginning because I really have to get used to rambling uh, alone at my microphone in my little room. Uh, so to, for this zero episode, uh, I wrote an entire script. Uh, and as time progresses, I will probably don't do it as detailed and just wing it, you know, uh, since I'm more used to it. And another thing I want to address is the duration. Um, personally, I like podcasts that take anywhere between 45 minutes to like an hour. Um, I think this is a perfect duration for a proper discussion. Um, it's not too long to be like a too big chunk of your time. And it's not too short where you need to rush things, right? Um, and there might be outliers here and there, like this first one, for example, um, that will take longer or shorter. I'm not quite sure how long this episode is going to be exactly. But generally, I want to keep the podcast about the 45-minute mark or so. And as I said before, uh, I like podcasts because they are authentic, which is pretty rare for other forms of media where they edit the shit out of the content and put everything out of context. Um, so I'll probably do as less editing of the audio as I can, but I'll... Yeah, I'll added out awkward silences or things interviewees don't want in there like when they're not sure if they're breaking their NDA or something and currently I'm also hesitant to cover things like the official uh, Unity news or blogs um, me being in a couple of Slack and Discord groups see many news articles being posted by some automatic like RSS feed or something um, what I mean I, I don't want this podcast to turn into the weekly Unity news podcast uh, because I want to produce original content for everyone involved. And then speaking about weekly, I'm not quite sure what the schedule is going to be, since I still need to figure that out. Uh, I would like to make it weekly, um, but I'm very busy already, and this, yeah, I need to find a way to squeeze this into my schedule. Uh, when I do, I will let everyone know as soon as I can. And I guess the next episode is going to take a while, since there's probably going to be some feedback and I want to take it into account as soon as possible um, so you might need to wait for the next episode a bit so then let's talk about some fun things like future topics I have already thought of um, they're all related to unity 3d of course or software development or processes or practices and well First of all, I would like to dedicate a podcast to writing clean code in Unity 3D or C-sharp for that matter. And I know there's a lot of mixed opinions about Uncle Bob's clean code approach, but I think uh, it will bring a huge amount of value to new developers. Um, and you don't need to agree with anything uh, I say or Uncle Bob proposes, but I think it is important to know uh, or at least have heard what he has to say. Um, this way you can relate it to other practices you may even like better uh, and it will improve your work. So even if you like some other approach better, but you know what Uncle Bob has to say, you can apply things more effectively, I think. And I know for sure that the book called Clean Code by Uncle Bob made a big impact on me personally. It really taught me uh, how to write code that not just compiles and works, but is also uh, easy to read and maintain. 
Um, so I think discussing this is very important at an early stage in someone's career. And then I was also thinking to make a podcast about how to uh, architect a Unity 3D application. So what common software design or architectural patterns you may use or like instead of sprinkling around singleton managers or controller-like classes all around your application. For example, when do you take a more traditional software architectural approach like a hexagonal or like a clean architecture? And when do you prefer uh, using a so-called scriptable object architecture in Unity? These are important topics that I would like to address early on in the podcast, since they will greatly improve the quality and maintenance of your work. There are like several other factors involved, like the type of project, the team size and its setup, like what is the ratio of devs to designers, and things like scope and duration could play a role as well. Then next, another important concept I often see questions about on the forums is how to build and maintain a proper continuous integration pipeline for Unity 3D applications. Um, setting this up for your Unity project takes some effort, but it's really important. But the problem is that yeah, this is often not within the standard skill set of Unity devs. It takes a bit of infra infrastructure knowledge and maybe a language or two like Bash or Python or something. So I would like to take a look and then explore this topic and discuss why it is a really nice thing to have. And then also on my mind is uh, like discussing uh, everything about Unity cloud services. Well, currently you can use like a plethora of cloud services offered by Unity 3D, like cloud builds, ads, diagnostics, analytics, and, or very recently, uh, the new networking infrastructure. Um, I think these services are sometimes overlooked by developers, but they can provide real great value to your application and it's essentially free. So harnessing these will be a worthwhile and will probably yield some new insights in your game. Furthermore, I also still often see questions about what IDE to use. Like there's a couple of choices depending on your operating system, but I think an episode dedicated to choosing an IDE would be very nice as well. Um, I'm not quite sure how to fill like a 45 minute episode about this, but yeah, we'll see. And then yet another topic. Um, is um, you will most likely not be building games all by yourself and thus properly functioning within a development team is also a biggie. Um, so I'd like to spend some time discussing development processes like Agile, Scrum or Extreme Programming and even uh, paired programming. And another fun topic is how to do prototyping, like how do you properly prototype things and making sure your documentation is maintained and thus up to date. This also includes things like source code control or Git and Plastic SCM, which is currently shared with Unity, by the way. And many people still scare away from using Git. And yeah, I think that's sad because we should educate everyone to use Git since it will greatly improve the collaboration within and across teams. And maybe a podcast about applying software best practices and disciplines like test-driven development, pair programming, dry, yakni, solid, and many other weirdo abbreviations for that matter, or object calisthenics and domain-driven design. There's so many things. 
and I'm also thinking about writing uh, a sample application uh, where we apply all the practices and tricks we learn in this podcast. So we have something tangible, you know, um, so you can read it yourself and test it and play around with it. And I have some ideas of what to write, but nothing concrete yet. And heck, maybe I'll even write multiple apps just to show the difference between a code-first approach versus something like a scriptable object architecture. Um, so I hope by hinting at these possible future topics, I caught your interest in this podcast. And I hope you join me on this adventure. Next, I also want to talk a bit about the dreaded topic of monetization. Yeah, I talked about my idea to start a podcast with some friends. And although some thought it was a cool idea, while well, others said like podcasts are often free and you just end up paying for the hosting and everything. And yeah, they have a point there. And I'll probably cover the cost in the beginning, but at some point there might be some way to cover the cost. And I've been looking into like affiliate links for the Unity 3D and its asset store, which are a nice way to earn like a little bit of money. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything, yet if you buy something from Unity asset store through the link, uh, some percentage goes to the podcast. So if you want to support me, you can use the link in the show notes and some small percentage of your purchase will be sponsored to the podcast. And again, it won't cost you anything. Or maybe, you know, donations are a thing. I don't know. And maybe I'll even set up a simple Patreon page where people can join. And I've seen this before with other podcasts where Patreon supporters got the option to ask questions to podcast guests. Um, that's something I would probably like since it increases community contribution which is in the end what i'm doing this all for um yeah i just want to avoid having meaningless sponsors trying to sell you random crap right yeah something like billy may's fantastic iot connected toilet brush or whatever these weirdos come up with these days i don't want these things and i, I want things that are useful to the community um, so i'll see what interesting comes up and the last thing I want to address in this zeroth episode is contact information. You can reach me at podcast at allthingsunity.com or leave a comment on your favorite podcasting platform. And I will answer it as soon as I can. You can also access for now and leave comments there. I'm not yet come to the point that I made a custom website for this. And also uh, make sure you rate this podcast. Although I guess it's kind of soon to give a verdict yet, but yeah, think about it. Uh, you can also find the show notes there and don't forget to use the provided link when you buy anything from the asset store. I would greatly appreciate it. So that's it for this episode. I hope you liked it and join me on this journey to build like a proper Unity 3D oriented podcast. And if you have any feedback, be it positive or negative, I don't care, please leave it for me comment uh, so I can improve things uh, like maybe I speak too fast or too soft too loud or too slow whatever leave me some feedback uh, if you like uh, thanks for listening see you next time and don't forget with unity we can do great things game over